It's uh, seven minutes after 11 o'clock on a Frost Your Buns Friday. Glad to have you with us. Telephone number here is 800-529-5572 or 874-9390. Coming up uh, tomorrow morning on uh, Gary on Guns starts at 8 a.m. And uh, I'm pleased to tell you that uh, we've got, uh, I would argue, uh, one of the premier gun owners of America, one of the premier uh, Second Amendment supporter groups coming on. Uh, we're going to talk about, among other things, what happened uh, in Kansas City and uh, law enforcement's response to all that. So that'll be tomorrow morning at 930. Uh, but we start off uh, the program uh, with a whole host of guests and all the Second Amendment news you can handle. Uh, that's going to be good. All right, let me uh, let me do this. Um, verdict is expected today in Donald Trump's New York civil fraud case. I mean, this this guy is being, and this is their plan. This is their the the plan of the Democrats is to bounce this guy from courtroom to courtroom, do anything they can to keep this guy from from running for uh, the White House. At least that's what it seems like. Uh, it, it could be they realized early on that the moment they went after him, his numbers went up. And we're being McCaskilled. I don't even know anymore. I'm, I'm even. I'm not sure what they're what they're up to. But they're trying to time this all during this election season, and that certainly is going to make it challenging for him. And and I I can't help but think that's well thought out on the part of the Democrats. Trump could be hit with millions of dollars in penalties. Uh, and sanctions, uh, and and this is a, a definitely an anti-Trump, anti-Republican uh, judge. This uh, Engren, he's already ruled that Trump uh, inflated his wealth on, a fi- on financial statements, and that he's guilty. Now they're all, the whole thing that they're doing right now is trying to figure out how much they're going to try and soak him for, and. I, I, I don't know uh, where he can go in the state of New York to get a fair trial. They, they're suing him in this case, even though none of the banks felt they were ripped off. Nobody complained. Letitia James is the only one. And why is it that Letitia James and Fannie Willis both went to the White House before they pressed their charges. Could it be that the White House is uh, organizing it? Timing no, it's just it? A, just a coincidence. They is went that all there, it is? Yeah, uh, they silly just went me, there huh? for tea or something. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we're going to find out what Ingram uh, wants to do. We think sometime today... I, and again, I don't know what you know what kind of an appeal he can make and where he can go. But Engren has the power if he's you know successful uh, in, in uh, you know if if he decides to take his money, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars, and ban him from and his family from doing business in New York. He has the capacity to destroy Donald Trump's wealth. Uh. That's just insane. It's just crazy. All right, let me go to the phones, 800-529-5572 or 874-9390. Les, 
Hey, Gary, you're just, yeah. point, you're just pointing out that we have a, quote, dual or multi-justice system. You play the game, you get rewarded. You buck the system, you're going to get crushed. You had st- stated several times that Russia is a communist country. No, it's exactly like the United States, and it's an oligarchy. Russia is an oligarchy. United States is an oligarchy. With all these uh, military industrial complexes, you do not, we do not have politicians. All of our politicians are bought and paid for by these large corporations. You either play the game or you're going to get crushed. It is bankers. Wall Street bankers that are, do not belong to the Treasury or the United States. These are federal bankers of bad name, international bankers. They create wars. We supply the military parts and the fodder. Europe, Europe, NATO can't do that anymore. They have no people. They have no industry. So they're stealing from us in your name, my name, repudiate it all. This is not our our debt, and it's not our fight. Repudiate it all. All right, Les, thank you very much. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Rick, good morning. Good morning. Hey, Gary, were you all outside smoking or vaping during the break? <laughs> I, was, I was actually uh, grabbing a coffee. Why do you ask? Well, because your uh, 11 o'clock news uh, from Fox uh our President Biden is now blaming Vladimir Putin for the death of his uh, of uh, the the opposition leader in prison. And isn't it funny that in America and West, you hit it, Russia is doing this, and in America they're attempting the same thing. They want Donald Trump in prison. Uh, you know. Uh, we are no different than Russia. But, of course, I say we've been a communist country since 2009. It became official then, anyway. Yeah, it gets worse every year. I actually think that uh, our move to communism started uh, back in uh, 1913. Uh, And it's just... Here we, here we, we the people. Here's Gary. Hear me. (laughs) All right. All right, Rick, thank, thank, you. thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Yeah, when Americans were stupid enough to say, yeah, let's tax uh, income. Let's create the Federal Reserve. Um, that's That was our start. And then uh, Roosevelt. Oh, man, it just keeps getting worse. All right, 874-9390-800-529-5572. That gets you into... Chat with us uh, here at uh, the Gary Nolan Show. And uh, I was actually, now let me do this one. Um, This was kind of interesting. Kansas University perverts Christian tradition with Glitter Ash Wednesday. If you're a Christian, Ash Wednesday is, well, one of the holiest days. You know, everybody celebrates and talks about Christmas. Oh, it's a great day and it's great fun and all that. And it is great fun. The real holy days are Easter and and uh, and, and uh, Ash Wednesday. Public University in Kansas hosted an event that inverses the meaning of the Christian uh, penitential celebration of Ash Wednesday. Libs of TikTok posted the details of an Ash Wednesday event being held at Fort 
Hayes State University, in which participants were given the opportunity to receive their choice of regular ashes or glitter ash. The reasoning stipulated for choosing the glitter ash mix is that glitter plus ash is an inherently queer design of Christian belief and that glitter is a sign of our hope, which does not despair. Is there nothing they won't go after? Is there nothing they won't leave alone? Uh, aside from the obvious uh, contradiction of a practice associated with Christianity being utilized to promote sexual deviancy, uh, that's what they're calling it, uh, the practice also directly undermines the intended purpose of Ash Wednesday. Ashes are intended as a public sign of mortification at the start of Lent, a time when many Christians undertake practices of austerity and penance to spiritually discipline themselves and draw themselves closer to God. Brian, by the way, what are you uh, giving up for uh, Lent? Um, nothing. Uh, I'm Again? Not, I'm not Catholic, so I don't have to you know, give up meat like you do. I don't give up meat. I don't have to give up meat. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Yeah. Only on Friday. And I'm pretty sure... Yeah, today's Friday, you know. Yeah, but you know, I'm you know, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm I'm excluded from that. Uh no, no, I'm pretty sure you're not. Uh uh. You know what? I'm gonna go talk to Ray. <laughs> Ray is on the line. Good morning, Ray. Good morning, sir. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, uh, sir. Something mine's a a frost at my buns comment. Uh some time ago I heard you say that you'd stop uh social security payments. So I would privatize it. Are, I would privatize it. Oh, privatize them. Well, that makes a hell of a lot more sense. Because then it would work. Well, you would. Yeah, it, it would work better than it does. Uh, but if we right. don't, if we don't do something with it, Ray, two things uh, are going to happen. Uh, one of them is uh, every, every Social Security recipient will lose about twenty-five percent on their check. Because there right. aren't, aren't enough people working and paying into the system to provide the funds uh, for, uh, you know, the, the uh, money promised. Right. Well, I'm 70 and I'm still paying into it, but I'm collecting while I pay into it because I'm disabled and can only work a few hours. So, like I say, if you cut it off altogether, what are you going to do with us old folks on Social Security? Put us in a containment camp or something <laughs> no what i my my theory was that we should take uh, people who are under the age of say 30 and tell them they're out there's there is no you get to keep you no fica tax coming out of your paycheck um you get to keep your money we take people who are between say 31 and 45 uh, or 50, and we say to them, we're going to give you the half of the money that you believe you paid into the system. Because they always tell you, well, half is paid by the employer. Uh, if, you know anything about, if you know anything about economics, you know that's Bravo Sierra. You're actually paying the whole thing. But if, right. if, that, if that's what they believe, we'll give you that half. You go invest it. You're out. You're not getting Social Security. And then for those uh, who remain, uh, people like yourself, we just have to fund it until you're gone. And at least it gets the country out from under. Bonus, if we can go to the fair tax, it works much more easily. 
right. I'm I'm familiar with the fair tax concept. Uh, all right, you answered my question. Thank you. You're welcome, Ray. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. You got to do something. You can't. You can't keep doing what we're doing. <laughs> we're we're taking money out of the treasury that you're paying in income tax and sending it to Social Security recipients because we don't have enough people working. By the way, wouldn't it be nice? And, and this is just a a, a a quick fix. If those people coming into the country got jobs and paid into Social Security, wouldn't that be nice if they went to work and started paying in? Because at least you'd be able to buy enough time to get us out from under Social Security without uh, collapsing the system. Brian, am I running late or am I all right? Uh, we're okay for now. We probably do need to take a break here shortly. All right, let's take it right now so we don't get interrupted and come back and chat with listeners on The Gary Nolan Show. It's the Zimmer Radio Network. It's 23 minutes after 11 o'clock. Down in Georgia, apparently they've uh, resumed these uh, uh, these hearings on uh, Fanny and her uh, boyfriend, uh, Nathan Wade. And they apparently lied to the court. And, that, and that's the gist of all this. Uh, these are, uh, you know, she's a prosecutor. She's the district attorney uh, and her boyfriend. She hired him and they lied to the court. They said that their relationship began in 2022 uh, when, in fact, it started in 2019. Uh, the allegation is that uh, she got um, she got him all kinds of money, which they spent, you know, taking some wonderful trips and um, lying to the court is Really, uh, you know, it's a devastating offense, especially uh, for for a prosecutor. I would uh, I would think that's the last person you would want lying to the court. And in Georgia, there is a kind of a, a stiff penalty for that. Uh, you can get a thousand dollar fine and up to five years in jail. Thousand dollars, although for Fanny, that's no problem. She's probably got that, you know, in her house. It's in uh, our walls. Yeah, probably has several thousands of dollars. But the five years in jail thing is pretty tough. But I think what happens in Georgia, if she is, if, she, if this judge decides uh, that she's guilty of this, then that whole case goes away and they got to start from scratch and it's got to be somebody else in charge. And that ruins the timeline set up by the administration. And I do think it was set up by the administration. I think that the Biden administration said uh, to Willis, all right, here's the date when you can pull the trigger. I think uh, in New York, they did the same thing. They're trying to get everything coordinated so Trump can't run. And I think the fix is in. This potentially could have been uh, one of Donald Trump's biggest uh, problems. Because he can't pardon himself. It's the state of Georgia. If this goes away and he gets elected president, a lot gets wiped off the table. At the very least, he can pardon himself. And then all the federal cases disappear. We, we still got a couple of civil cases uh, that are uh, going to be a problem. But this arrogant prosecutor in Georgia and her boyfriend lied to the court.
And you know, it's not just you saying this. This is an MSNBC legal analyst that uh, is pretty much uh, confirming what you're saying. It's it's so legalistic centric and yet so important and fascinating. Right. Don't let the legalese fool you. This is epic. This is monumental. If things are going in the direction we think, uh, Fonnie Willis lied to the court, it's game over for her. She will be disqualified. Um, if they had a relationship prior to when they uh, represented to, to the court, it's it's a huge deal. I, I can't overstate it. And do you feel the same way, Charles, based on the testimony of what we just heard? And we just learned Nathan Wade, who is the special prosecutor in this case, walked in the courtroom. He is being sworn in to testify now about this issue and his relationship with Fonnie Willis. That's MSNBC? Yes, it is. No, 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 no. That was Fox News. I know. <laughs> no, I was no, thinking no. the same thing. <laughs> Couldn't be MSNBC. I think they see the writing on the wall. Wow. I, 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 there's a part of me, Brian, that thinks somehow, some way, some quirk of fate, some tiny paragraph, a sentence, a punctuation mark in the law. Yeah, I kind of thought the same thing. And she gets away with it. I just wonder if this judge says you're disqualified, will they play the race card right out of the gate? Oh, she will. Yeah. Absolutely, she will. Will they riot? I don't know. But I, I, I just, we, we just keep seeing evidence of a justice system that seems to be tilted in one direction. And we've seen it more and more and more. Uh, I don't care if it's Lois Lerner, uh, if, if it's uh, the Trump-Russia collusion... Uh, this Fannie Willis thing, it, it just seems uh, like there's a, a double a standard system. Yes. <laughs> However, um, there is this. Um, I don't know. Let me let me just go after this. There was an assertion that um, Joe Biden had uh how am i going to say this i i just wanted to i want to get this i want to get the story right because the assertion here is that that uh, biden and his son uh were on the take and uh with the Burisma deal and we had a witness that was uh lying to the federal government about it and and this witness got caught and the witness is is going to be prosecuted but what about the people who lied about Trump and Russia? Has anybody been prosecuted for that? It's, it's, that's why I mean by it seems pretty obvious. It's a, a it's a double tiered system here. The guy who allegedly lied about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden uh, with Burisma is being he's been caught and he's going to be prosecuted for lying. But the people who allege that Donald Trump was in collusion with Russia, well, they're not being prosecuted. Double standard? I think so. Jerry Nolan, Zimmer Radio. This is The Gary Nolan Show.
11.35 on a Froster Buns Friday. So this guy Smirnoff, who apparently, uh, or at least allegedly, lied to the uh, uh, FBI, has been arrested, and he's being charged with lying, and he's going to, you know, if he loses, and I'm sure he will, uh, he's going to take, uh, take a, a real beating uh, because he lied about the Bidens. So I'm curious, Brian, can you remember when uh, Steele got uh, prosecuted, you know, that British spy that that uh, made the allegation about Donald Trump and Russia? Can you remember when he was prosecuted? Yeah, I don't recall that uh, that ever happened. No, no, he must have. They must have gone after him. No, no, not yet. Maybe they're still collecting evidence or something. You, you think? <laughs> yeah, it could be. <laughs> oh, God. You can't make it up. No, you can't. And, and when and how and about when, Adam Schiff, who you know insisted oh, that he had yeah. all the goods on Donald Trump, and it will be revealed. I mean, he lied. It's obvious. No, no, no. He's just he's just keeping. Oh wait, it he's secret. he's still collecting the information. Too. Yeah, yeah. He's still keeping it secret. You know, when 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 people on the right start saying that, uh, and and I've been hearing this for years that that there's a two tier system of justice in this country. Mainstream media ignore it, or they say, no, 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 that's just silly. But you see cases like this, and you think, well, it's right in front of me. You, you can't ignore it. There's so many examples of it's okay if you do it, but not okay if you do it. For, yeah, I mean, Lois Lerner, how did, how did Lois Lerner I don't know. get prosecuted? It, how not, did Steele not get prosecuted? Lois Lerner, not only did she not get prosecuted, she was given a pension following her <laughs> stepping down from that position. How did Hillary Clinton, who was told not to destroy the hard drives and smartphones with data on them, and subsequently did before the government could get their hands on how did she not get prosecuted? Well, because no reasonable prosecutor would have taken up such a case. How does Joe Biden who had top-secret documents, shared it with the guy who's writing his book, uh, who, who kept the papers in his garage, tucked safely behind his Corvette, Well, who, he, he, who, he knowingly, was... who knowingly kept those papers. How does he not get prosecuted, but Donald Trump does? He was elderly, and he forgot. You see, there's certain reasons why we have to excuse these things. So if, but if you're a Republican, oh, look out. We're coming for you. Oh, so in other words, if, if Donald Trump weren't three years older, yeah. he wouldn't. Uh -huh. He would still get prosecuted. That's correct, yeah. Because there's an R there. Yeah. I don't know. I just ticked through several cases where the, the left get away with uh, things and, and the right don't. And I'm not, you know, and I don't, I don't want uh, two wrongs to make a right. I'm, I'm not suggesting that if uh, Republicans or conservatives do something wrong, they shouldn't be held accountable. I'm saying that Democrats should be held accountable, too. But apparently, apparently this isn't likely to happen at the federal at the federal level. Oh, boy. Um, there is um, what I would argue, and I, I've seen some ugly people, and I, I generally try not to uh, cast aspersions uh, and, and, and say it out loud. I mean, think it, but I try to be nice and, and not 
broadcast it. <laughs> if but, you could only hear oh, during yeah. the breaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to hear that because we'd be off the air in a New York second. But this uh, Admiral Levine character is by any standard one of the ugliest people I've ever seen. Maybe it's because he's a guy, clearly a guy, and he thinks he's a girl, and he's dressing in skirts. I don't know, but he, this guy is really homely. Not only homely, he's stupid. But he apparently is concerned about pollution, but only for one, one or two small groups. Uh, Brian, hit it, buddy. Hello, I'm Admiral Rachel Levine. This Black History Month, I'm pleased to partner with OMH in advancing better health through better understanding for black communities. Climate change is having a disproportionate effect on the physical and mental health of black communities. Black Americans are more likely than white Americans to live in areas and housing that increase their susceptibility to climate-related health issues. And 65% of black Americans report feeling anxious about climate change's impact. Through our Office of Climate Change and Health Equity and the Office of Environmental Justice, we're working with providers and community leaders to identify innovative approaches that empower communities to address the health consequences linked to climate change. Visit hhs.gov for more information and tune in next Thursday to hear from another HHS leader on how you can contribute to advancing better health for black communities. Did you uh, mark your calendar for next oh, Thursday? Yeah, I, can't, I can't wait. <laughs> can, can we start, stop that uh, piece? Can we play that all over again? Oh, do we have to? <laughs> I, I know, I know, but don't look at him. Just listen. You're torturing me. I'm sorry. All right, here we go. Hello, I'm Admiral Rachel Levine. This Black History Month, I'm pleased to partner with OMH in advancing better health through better understanding for black communities. Climate change is having a disproportionate effect on the physical and mental health of black communities. Black Americans are more likely than white Americans to live in areas and housing that increase their susceptibility to climate-related health issues. And 65% of black Americans report feeling anxious about climate changes. In All right, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. 65% of black Americans report feeling anxious? Mm-hmm. Yeah. About climate change. We'll have to ask Kevin about that uh, next Thursday. To see if he's a little he's antsy a little about <laughs> anxious about the climate change impact. So did somebody go to, you know, did you get one of these surveys asking no, you if I you did. feel... I can't say that I did. I didn't. Anybody else get, did anybody uh, get one of these surveys asking if, uh, you know, how you feel about... Are uh, you frightened about climate change? Oh, yes. <laughs> so 65%. I wonder if this is another one of those... 65% of the 5% that responded uh, surveys, 65%, uh, it's laughable. It, it's just laughable. And it's just this one, this one group because this is where they live. Good Lord. I, uh, I, didn't, get, uh, I didn't get that survey. Otherwise, I, I'm, I would have told you that I'm anxious about climate change. I'm anxious about climate change every damned winter, Brian. Every winter, I get anxious about it. Oh, me too, Because yeah. there's going to be snow, and it's going to be harder to drive, I'm going to have to go bail you out. You know, it's snowing right now, and I yes. am feeling a little 
anxious myself. A little anxious about yeah. the global climatic change? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. By the way, if you get stuck in the snow this time, I'm not getting you out. Why not? Because uh, you haunt me about it. I saved your <laughs> butt. And I've been haunted over... You threw a board into my leg. That's all I you did. threw a board into your leg. Yeah, you, you stood did. in front of a car you that was... stand right for... there. And then floored it. And then the board flung into my leg. And, and it's like, here, you see, I got you out. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't hit the gas harder. I really. <laughs> Let me go to the phones on the double standard. Alan, Hassan, and Jeff. Alan, good morning. Hey, Gary. Uh, great show. I was listening to all the ones you were listing off that should have been prosecuted and never were. And I don't know why it brought to mind, uh, I think it was a Clinton presidential advisor, and he went into the archives and he shoved paperwork. Oh, uh, down his pants and tried to walk out. Who was that? Oh, um, he's dead now. Oh, I can't I think of his name. But I think he ended up with a slap on the wrist kind of thing. And it's like, if they're not going to prosecute him, who the hell are they going to prosecute? You know, accidentally shoved all these documents down my pants. Sorry. Yeah. Was a, <laughs> there, there's what? Oh, my goodness. I didn't know that. Yeah, surprise. <laughs> he forgot they were there. Oh, Is that a document in your pants, or are you... Well, never mind. I won't go there. All right, Alan, <laughs> thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Wasn't it a former governor of New Mexico? Uh, Sandy Berger, are you talking about? Yeah, that's what it was. It yeah. was Sandy Berger. Yeah, uh, he literally... <laughs> oh, he didn't uh, get prosecuted for that either, did he? Uh, I don't know if he did or not, but you would think they would make as big a deal out of that as they have Donald Trump. Because at least Trump had technically the right to take anything out that, that he wanted. Uh, he could declassify. Uh, John is on the line. Good morning, John. Yeah, hey, I got about an inch of climate change on my car and I need to get out. So I'm just <laughs> mildly concerned about it. <laughs> <laughs> and on another subject, I thought we were going to get rid of daylight savings time. What the hell happened? I don't know. It's about to change again. I, I, I yeah, every politician you get on on the show from now till then, Gary, uh, hold their feet to the fire. Let's get rid of that. How is it that we survive for all the time for time infinitum without changing the time? And then you know, in the last one hundred years. Congress decided they had the power to change the clock. Well, the story is that it was invented by an old Indian who sewed a foot off his, cut a foot off the top of his blanket and sewed it to the bottom so it would be longer. But I, I don't think Indians are that dumb. I think it was a pale face. <laughs> it, was, it was a pale face. Thanks, John. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. That was uh, literally, that was uh, a, a, an Indian who was making fun of daylight savings time who said... Uh, only the white man could cut a foot off the blanket at the bottom and sew it on the top and say he made it longer. All right, back to wrap it up. It's the Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. It's 11.51. Glad to have you with us. Uh, coming up, uh, a couple of events here on the radio station that we uh, want to tell you about. Uh, we were talking about daylight savings time, which uh, there are a couple of reasons why they originally did it. They're supposed to be saving energy, but they're not. Um it's just ridiculous that we even have it. Uh, and, and I don't think we're going to get rid of it, although some states have. I think Arizona has gotten rid of it. Um, did Florida get rid of it? I thought I thought Florida did. I'm not sure. Um, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I thought uh, for sure Arizona. But it's ridiculous. Uh, and 
we've survived uh, literally until about 100 years ago without it. How did we do that? Uh, just uh, Arizona and Hawaii. That is it. Arizona and Hawaii. So Florida didn't pull that off. All right. Let me go to the phones here. Sam is on the line. Good morning, Sam. Good morning. Um, what I'm getting from what you're saying is you want to get rid of daylight savings time? Is that is that a daylight safe saving thing? time? Yes. I'm sorry, daylight saving time. Yeah, because if you know, if you say savings time, people will call me and tell yeah, me. Yeah, they'll. Okay, I apologize. Again, words mean things, so I apologize for that. <laughs> um, here's a strategy that you should undertake: uh, claim that daylight saving time disproportionately adversely affects women, minorities, and people of color. And immediately, it will be done away with. <laughs> Why didn't we think of that, Brian? I this guy know. should be hosting yeah. the show. That is brilliant. You're exactly right. And did this just pop into your head, or have you been thinking about this? Well, my greeting, if someone says, how are you doing? I tell them how much I'm loving the white privilege. <laughs> um, I remind them that because of that, I don't have to go to work. And usually when I'm interacting with them, it's because of my work. Um, so for some reason, that doesn't seem to really, you know, Resident. jive. But, but at the same time. Uh, so I always really enjoy my white privilege. The, 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 the patriarchy suits me well because every time I flip a light switch, the lights come on. So that's a good thing. And then anytime I'm in an adverse situation, I have to think about how my decision will affect women minorities and people of color so anything that you want changed take that angle i love i love it it's it's well thought out it's a great strategy i'm indebted to you sam i'm going to steal this and use it you have my blessing merci beaucoup thank you glad to have you on the gary nolan show yeah why didn't we think of that just claim it's racist hurts women and right, right away, it'll go, it'll disappear. That is the genius of listeners. Hey, the 18th annual Missouri Credit Union Miracles for Kids Radiothon happens next week. It'll be on uh, February 22th and 23rd. And <clears throat> if you want information on this, you can go to our uh, home rate, uh, station, uh, the eagle939.com uh, or kwos.com uh, for ways to, uh, to donate. Uh, we got a lot of sponsors that uh, we that we have uh, that make this all possible. Uh, and that includes Big O Tires, A1 Containers, Club Car Wash, uh, Missouri Vein Care. I don't know, Brian Ware Plumbing. Uh, it, 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 it's a big undertaking, but it's private charity to help kids. And I just love doing that. I, I really think private charity does much better than government mandate. If you can afford it, you do it. And so that is going to be next Thursday and Friday. Uh, what is this? Emergency vehicles. What? Let me go to the phones here. Get this one in. Rick, good morning. Good morning. At the risk of uh, having something that hopefully we can all agree with, when you see an emergency vehicle with their sirens on, how about pulling over? Can we all agree on that? Well, you get no argument from me. I always do that. I always pull over, let them by. It's amazing uh, how many people don't. Did you see something like that? You saw that, huh? Oh, every every time there's an emergency vehicle, uh, it seems like some people are just too involved with their lives to pull over for people that really need the consideration. All right. I think that's uh, that's sound advice, Rick. Thank you. Thank you.
I, I don't normally see people getting in the way of those emergency vehicles. Do you, Brian? I have not seen that uh, immediately. I've seen people at stoplights that uh, don't know what to do when they're sitting there. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, the stoplights, I've been in a situation where I'm stopped at the stoplight. I'm the first car, and the ambulance comes up right behind me. And it's like, oh, boy, now what? And so yeah. I just I pull into the intersection and get out of the way. Yeah, and it's like I have no choice. I'm getting out of the way for you. Yeah, you you don't want to be holding that uh, that vehicle up. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Honestly, I don't see that very often. But if you if you do see an emergency vehicle come up behind you, move off to the side and and let them by. Uh, just uh, common I, sense. Yeah, just common sense. All right. Uh, also coming up, the Boone County Lincoln Days. Uh, this is going to be Thursday, February 29th. Going to be a Midway Golf and Games uh, Tavern Room. It's going to start at 530 in the evening. Our own Randy Tobler is going to be emceeing it. He is uh, entertaining. He is fascinating to talk with. Uh, you get tickets. Uh, they've got to be purchased by the 22nd. Uh, of this month to guarantee your spot. You can go to uh, 93.9 The Eagles' Facebook page and pick up a link so you can purchase those tickets. And uh, you'll 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 get to hear the dulcet tones of Randy in person. Can't wait. Uh, that's going to be great. All right. Uh, what else did I do? I got a couple other things here, but I'm not sure. Uh, let me do this. We uh, were talking about uh, uh, stealing the top secret documents. Uh, and that it was Sandy Berger, and uh, Brian said Rush Limbaugh called him Sandy Burglar. That is the genius of Rush Limbaugh. He would he would be in trouble if if uh, George Soros uh, takes over all those radio stations. It, it, he would it, he he would probably cancel the program. Who knows? Um, what else do we have here? Because I am. I literally have put off all kinds of stories here that I wanted to get to, but time is of the essence, um, and I don't want to get too deep into something. Uh, Gary on guns tomorrow morning. Yeah, I was going to talk about that, but I, I also had guaranteed income from trans for transsexuals uh, program <laughs> under fire. San Francisco implemented... This program, and we're not going to have time for it. We're not going to have time to go into the details in this. Tomorrow, Gary on guns, we're going to talk about that shooting in Kansas City, and Gun Owners of America is going to be on board with us. So tune in, 8A to 10A, whatever it is in life that you want, go out and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap. You make it happen. Seize the day. Carpe diem. Gwen, baby, honey, I am coming home.